youtube.com slash mayhew mayhem. That's youtube.com slash m-a-y-h-e-w-m-a-y-h-e-m. Hello and welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I am your host, my name is Michael Mayhew, and I am here with my co-host. What's up everybody, I'm Dale. And also joining us is the man who would love to have a gangbang with all the X-Men characters. What's up everybody, it's me again, Greg. We're also joined by eh, the woman who would love to teach you how to summon Satan. <laughs> it's Raven. Remember, 30 Minutes of Mayhem is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spreaker. All you have to do is search Mayhew Mayhem. That's M-A-Y-H-E-W-M-A-Y-H-E-M. Don't forget to rate us five stars and leave us a little uh, comment on there because that really helps us out. You can also donate to 30 Minutes of Mayhem via PayPal to help us become a better show. Just use the email address in the description, minutesofmayhem at gmail.com. This episode is all about conspiracy theories. So, if you're not a conspiracy theorist, or if you're not a person that likes to dabble in a little bit of conspiracy just to entertain your brain, I would recommend five stars in turning this off now. But our first conspiracy <laughs> we're going to talk about is the JFK assassination. Normally, uh, I like conspiracy theories. I read about uh, them a lot. But I'm not a big believer in a lot of them. Because a lot of them just are utterly bugfuck retarded. Like some of them just have the most absolutely asinine theories to them, and they have no credibility whatsoever. The JFK assassination, on the other hand, is one of the few conspiracy theories I actually believe in. Partly because, well, let's be honest here. If you've listened to some of the other podcasts we've done where we've talked about politics, you know that I hate the government, and I hate pretty much any form of authority whatsoever. So, I actually... Yeah, believe in the JFK assassination theories, partly because I wouldn't put it past the government to, you know, fucking kill Kennedy, because he actually was the complete opposite of uh, what the government was try you know, would be trying to do. Kennedy was, you know, he was honest and straightforward. He tried to, you know, keep the, you know, keep the economy balanced. He tried to, like, give people jobs. He wanted to start the space program. He was all for, like, the civil rights movement. He was a good guy. He didn't want to go to war in Vietnam. He was, and he was a hero. He he fought in World War II. He was, like, he actually, like, was, the, he was, like, he worked on a Navy boat in World War II, and when some Japanese, you know, like, soldiers sunk the boat, he actually, like, carried a buddy of his swimming through the water, like, the deep water, while he had, like, a fucked up back to, like, an island, then realized that the island was not in a strategically good position, and then did the exact same thing, swam his buddy to another island where they could camp out and, like, assess the situation. That's badass. We don't have presidents like that anymore who are complete bad, but Kennedy was, and he was awesome. So I actually wouldn't you know, put it past uh, a lot of the other gov you know, people working higher up in the government that they'd want to kill him because he... Like I said, he didn't really like pay it. He didn't really like listen to like a lot of the other you know, people in the government. He didn't want to do what everybody else did when he when he let when he did the Bay of Pigs invasion and it failed. All of his aides were telling him he should lie and say it was somebody else's fault. No, 
he went out and he fucking said, I fucked up. This was my fault. Everything's his, eh, his approval rating went through the roof. And another thing, his, eh, his uh, vice president who became president after he was assassinated, Lyndon Baines Johnson was a huge dickhead and a huge power and a huge like egomaniac and like power freak. The dude loved to make other people feel lesser to him. And I wouldn't uh, be surprised if he was the one who ordered the hit on Kennedy because Kennedy was one of the few people who wouldn't submit to him. Stone wrote a book about LBJ and painted him as, as the assassin. Hmm. That's interesting. I mean, it's I wouldn't called, put it... It's called The Man Who Killed Kennedy or something like that. I mean, I wouldn't uh, put I've it heard about past that. him. I mean, he was... Uh, he, like, as soon as he became president... He pretty much did everything he could to make everybody like working under him feel like they were lesser human beings. Like he regularly when he would appear at public functions with his vice president, he would do everything he could to make and to embarrass his vice in front of everybody. So what part of the assassination uh, do you think how do you think it actually went down? Okay, here's what I think actually went down. Kennedy was you know, was in the motorcade and everything. He was coming down. I don't believe the whole the shots actually came from the grassy knoll thing. No, there was a shooter in the book deposit. In the book deposit, the forensics proved that there is no shadow of a doubt that the shots came from the book depository. However, I don't believe it was Lee Harvey Oswald who fired the shots. Lee Harvey Oswald was just a uh, what? And it was he was a scapegoat. He was basically used because he were he was previously a sniper in the military. He was basically just used as the scapegoat because it it perfectly it fit. He was previously a sniper in the U.S. military. He had a history of mental illness and all this other stuff. So they just picked him at, because it would be the most credible. Well, after Kennedy got shot, the police claimed that they saw. Oswald run away from uh, the book depository where they followed him and they eventually caught him. However, when Oswald was being held in jail, he repeatedly claimed that he had nothing to do with the shooting and that he was a patsy and that he was going to prove himself innocent at his uh, hearing when they they were going to have the hearing. However, on the day they were moving him to have the hearing, as soon as they moved him out of his jail cell, some other guy named Jack Ruby came up and shot him dead before he could testify. And then they arrested Jack Ruby and was later found dead in his jail cell under, quote unquote, mysterious circumstances. So you're saying uh, you believe that someone in the government or a group in the government basically orchestrated uh, Kennedy's assassination and that you believe that the shots were indeed fired from the book suppository? Yes. Suppository? No, no, dip, depository. Not book suppository. Not your ass, man. I know. I realized I said suppository and that's why I repeated suppository. The book depository. So... We're going to find one of those. Uh, (laughs) Growing up and seeing all the evidence, I believed that, uh, well, you know, they tell you uh, Oswald killed Kennedy. So let's just run off of that. I thought, okay, that, you know, that is that is possible. And then you get with the whole, you know, magic bullet bullshit, which uh, that's just easily debunked by the fact that uh, the car, the way the car was set up. 
the governor or whatever the fuck he was, the Texas, but uh, he wasn't seated in front of Kennedy. He was seated, not directly in front of Kennedy, he was seated down and off to the left of Kennedy. So therefore, the, the, the trajectory of the bullet was correct. I've seen a thing on, um, I want to say it was Discovery, where they completely recreated the, the assassination with a, with a sniper firing with the same type of gun, same type of bullets, and he perfectly recreated the shots, except for the only was the bullet that went in did not uh, go into the the thigh like it did on Kennedy when it, it went through it went through him and it went into his thigh, or it wasn't Kennedy's thigh, the governor's thigh or whatever. I thought it didn't go in his thigh. I thought it hit him in the shoulder. Yeah, it did. It, well, it hits him in the back of his shoulder, and the way it, ricoch- it ricochets through him or whatever, it, it went into his thigh. Growing up, I, I believed like that's totally 100% possible. It's been proven that it's possible. And then once I got more and more involved with firearms, the 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 thing that me, if you watch the video, the famous video that everyone knows of the Kennedy assassination, there's one the Pruder video. Yes, there is one thing that gets me about it that I had never considered before because of my lack of knowledge of weapons, but now having the knowledge that I have for weapons, the headshot. Kennedy's head jerks backwards. If he was shot in the back of his head, his he head would have forward. his head would have jerked forward. Now here's another thing. Now, the first lady, Jackie, she crawls up onto the trunk. Now there's two reasons two theories to why she crawls up onto the trunk. Either A like immediately she didn't miss a beat. Like one second later she jumps on the trunk. Yeah, now there's two theories of why she gets onto the trunk. Either A, she's going for the Secret Service guy to try to get him onto the vehicle, or B, she's trying to pick stuff off of the trunk, a.k.a. her husband's pieces of, like, brain fragments, skull, whatever. She's trying to grab pieces of him off of the trunk. Them are the two theories that I've heard about why she did. And if the shot came from the front, and hit Kennedy, and his head jerked backwards the way it did, it would, the the exit wound in his head, would have sprayed pieces of his head onto the trunk. And if she turned, seen pieces of her now-deceased husband, skull, and brain on the trunk of the car, I can see that as a logical reason to why she would do that, because when the when the Secret Service member gets there, she doesn't assist him getting onto the car. If he was shot from the back... The exit wound would have been in the front of his head. Therefore, the fragments of brain and whatnot would have... Would have been on the governor. <laughs> would, it would have spilled all over the governor and, and, and his wife. I don't know who actually assassinated Kennedy, but through my limited experience with firearms, I will say that the fact that his head jerks backwards makes me think that a shot came from in front of him. Or Probably. slightly off to the side of him. Yes. It, it wouldn't have come from behind him on the right side. Because his head jerks in that dir- in that like back his head jerks back into his left his head if the shot was coming from behind him to his right his head would have not jerked backwards to the left. That's what's mm-hmm. weird about Jacqueline Kennedy's outfit. She's wearing such a pretty little what pink was it pink like yeah, petticoat yeah, it was pink. And, pink with a pillbox yeah, hat. There's not a drop of blood on her. Oh yeah, there was. She was fucking covered oh, in blood. Yeah, she was covered with blood. I didn't see it. film. I didn't see it. No, that's because no, it's far away. Gonna... You can't see that uh, from that gonna... far away. He, she yeah. actually, uh, they wanted her. They insisted repeatedly that she take that outfit off. Said no. Oh. They 
have to see what they did. And that was the interesting wording of that that people have examined is the fact that she continued to say they. So she kept that outfit. And they actually have it now. And um, it was donated just this past year on the, the anniversary, the assassination. And mm-hmm. it's going to eventually be displayed in Washington, D.C., but not for, if I remember correctly, not for another 50 years. Basically, 100 years after he was assassinated, her outfit from that point, day will be displayed. If, at which point, if they do discover like somebody in the government had done it, they'd have been long dead by then. It's really haunting and yet fascinating to watch the Zapruder film. I mean, to see his head just explode like that, it's... It's like one of those things that... It's, it's, it yeah. sucks, it's, you know, horrifying. fucked up and horrifying and everything like that, but you can't stop watching because you're actually exactly. interested. And you, you want to debunk it yourself. Around the 50th anniversary, it was all over the place, but then, of course, it died down again. And just mm. the other day, after we already knew we were doing the podcast about this, Something showed up on my newsfeed on Facebook about a lady. They call her the Babushka woman. Have you heard about this lady? Mm-mm. She's mm-hmm. in the Zapruder film, and she's standing there, and they call her the Babushka woman because she's wearing this like big flowy Russian coat. In the Zapruder film, it looks like she's filming too. And so after everyone tried to track this lady down because they wanted her footage that she shot. But no one has ever been able to find her. Sounds I'm the like- worst kind of conspiracy theorist because I don't believe any of the theory. I don't believe the official story either. My thing is I wasn't there. Eyes, I wasn't behind the scenes. So nothing is going to convince me of what happened. We're just never going to know. I like the whole Roger Stone scenario, though, that the way he paints, uh, he paints LBJ as like a, a Frank Underwood psychopath type that, you know, didn't have a problem with killing anyone who got in his way. I found that theory interesting, and I'm not saying I believe it, but uh, listened, I listened to him on a radio show for like two and a half hours, and it was laid it all out. It was fascinating. Was it a radio show, or was it like a podcast? It was on Coast to Coast AM. I don't know if you've ever heard it. It's a radio show. Oh, but yeah. It's the premier radio show for conspiracy theorists. Mm-hmm. So the Kennedy assassination was one of the biggest things in the last hundred years. But this next one happened in our lifetime so to me it's like this is our kennedy assassination who knows in the future we could see worse deal with worse but right now to this point in our life this is our kennedy assassination because i can remember exactly where i was and exactly what i was doing just like they say everyone that was alive the day of kennedy's assassination could tell you everything that they were doing when they found out when 9-11 happened i could tell you everything that was going on that I was involved with on that day. So, the 9-11 conspiracies. Uh, one thing I I just actually found out about that is when President Bush, when he was in Sarasota, Florida, at the elementary school, <clears throat> reading to the kids, um, you see the photo of uh, a Secret Service member telling him about it, telling him that, you know, a plane has hit the World Trade Center. Uh, come to find out that he was informed after this that, that was a big thing um but the reason why it was a big thing was because three months later when he was doing uh, like a big speech and all that um or it was three months three weeks i don't exactly remember i think three weeks sounds better 
But anyways, a you know, little, little bit later on, he did it, you know, made a big speech and everything like that. And he made a was, statement that he seen. made a statement that he was sitting outside the classroom waiting to go in. And he looked up and he seen a TV and it showed the first plate hitting the tower. Correct. That, that is that is fact. He did make yes. that. He did make that statement. Yeah, now, but the thing no, is, is that film wasn't released until the next day. Of all, you know, the plane. It was actually. Up. It was later. The it was later. Oh, the, well, later same the day. day. But there's yeah. only one released video that I've ever seen of the first plane hitting, and it was these people on the street filming a documentary, something to do with construction or firefighters or some it shit. It was a. It was a fireman. It was an actual fireman, and he got a new camera, and he was testing it out. Well, they were, yeah, they were filming something, whatever, and they heard the plane coming over, and he turned in that direction in enough time to see it hit. I've only seen ever, and it's that video of the first plane hitting. And yes, Bush made the statement that he watched the first plane hit on TV. I know that. Yeah, so that that, that was, well, I mean, that was like one of the big things is that just a... of uh, like how stage, I guess you would put it, because he was clearly informed after the second plane already went down, and he was in the classroom, and then he was like, "Oh, I was waiting to go in, and I looked up, I seen the TV, and first plane that hit." Now, you, you, if you watch the video of him in the classroom, you see when the guy comes up, what he's sitting in the chair and tells him. Yeah, and he's just got this. You he know, just this... he continues to do what he was doing, yeah. which not saying I'm a Bush fan, but I got to defend him with that. Okay. I mean, you don't want to like you don't you don't want to panic and get the fuck and everyone's freaking out if it, like yeah, if the secret you're service in a room full of kids exactly mm-hmm. if the secret service stormed that fucking room and was like yo let's go right now uh, everyone would have started freaking out but the fact that they were like okay we got this bitch locked down because they did there was no other way he would have been there down like a motherfucker because they do like weeks and weeks of research before they let the president go anywhere so that bitch was locked down tighter than a fucking nine year old girl. Okay, <laughs> I, I was I normally say twelve year old, but nowadays twelve year olds are having kids, so that that statement's not uh, super valid. Sh- yeah, <clears throat> I have a twelve year old daughter. Well, thank ke- you for that nightmare. <laughs> pray she's a lesbian and keep her away from dicks. I do pray she's a lesbian. <laughs> I swear to God, I do. Uh, I I pray that my sister is a lesbian. Yeah, the Secret Service had that place locked down tight as fuck. They they knew that there was like nothing was going to happen because they had done weeks and weeks, probably months of research to even have him there. They knew that the place was locked down tight as fuck. They probably tightened the shit out of security and they probably all had their hands on their guns just in case anything did happen. But rushing him out of there would have been a- so the mm-hmm. way that they did what they did, regardless of whether he quote unquote knew what was going to happen or not, the the reaction of what you see is what should have took place. And a lot of people fight, well, why wasn't the president, you know, chaos immediately if they rush him out of there. No, so it makes sense. Yes. A lot of the conspiracies involved that it wasn't a plane that hit the eh, hit the World Trade Center. It was like fucking bombs placed in the World Trade Center beforehand that uh, they detonated. Well, that's bullshit because we have actual video evidence of... Uh, the like planes actually impacting the uh the center and like the uh center like being taken down by the uh by the impact uh by the uh by the airplanes hit- eh, hitting them a theory about the world trade center it's always that it wasn't planes it was like bombs that were planted in them ahead of time i've never heard the theory that it was just straight up bombs <laughs> And that there was no plane. I've never ever heard that theory. Now I've heard well, that. Well, I've heard a, a theory similar to that. Yeah, I've heard a theory similar to that that there were 
uh, detonations inside of the World Trade Center buildings, but the plane caused them to if, fall if, the way that they did. Exactly. Okay, basically, like the other the other thing about the theory is that they basically claimed that this was all planned ahead of time, so that way it would get it was a was known as a false flag operation where, um, like a good example is uh, what the Nazis did in World War Two. They basically like had some of um some Nazis like uh, disguise themselves as as a uh, Polish people like sneak into uh, this beer hall in uh, southern Germany and burn it to the ground and then claim it was an act of war by the Polish people to give them a uh, excuse to invade Poland. They basically uh, basically the claim was the United States did the same thing. They basically like uh, had they basically attacked themselves so that way they could, uh, but claimed it was an attack by this uh is uh, this radical group called al-qaeda or the taliban or both of them i can't remember now um that basically claimed that uh it was an act of war from afghanistan and that it's as an excuse to go and invade afghanistan and basically like uh mine all their resources of uh of oil and that i don't think there were explosives um uh planted in the um World Trade Center ahead of time. I remember exactly where I was when the attack started. My daughter was two months old. And at first I bought into the whole theory that it was about weapons. And for a long time, like, I believed the official story. But as I as I got older and I listened to a lot of different uh, theories that have come out, and I've rewatched a lot of uh, videos, which is really hard to watch. I mean, more so than watching about the Kennedy assassination, because I wasn't alive in that. It was a totally different uh, situation, but yeah, watching... Yeah, you, you relive watching, it. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. you do. You remember exactly what you felt that day, and it was terrifying. Like, mm-hmm. I'm in Ohio, and the uh, the attacks were in uh, New York, and what was that town called? Shanksville, the one, the one went down that was supposed you, to... Yeah. You know the, the plane that went down in Shanksville or whatever? But there's a whole bunch of shit about that, and I want to talk about that, too. Still asleep, though. At that time, I didn't wake up until the after the first plane hit the tower, and my mom called me and woke me up. Now I was I was at school, and I I told the story I think before on the podcast, but I remember um, no one knew exactly what happened after the first after the first plane had hit, and they were just like running a bunch of things like, but all that was known for a fact is that I just remember like different news stations like. They didn't know what size the plane was, you know, it there, you know, was it a little crop duster? Well, we don't think so because the hole, but, or, or was it not a plane? Was there an explosion? All they knew for a fact is that there was a huge ass fire. One thing I remember is they just knew that there was a huge ass fire and they think it's a plane, like, but the weather wasn't bad. So it doesn't make sense to why a plane hit, like what the fuck happened? And then I'm walking into my class and of course the teacher had it on. Uh, and I turn around, it's the first one in class. I turn around, I'm, wa- I look, you know, because they had the TVs up. I turn around, I'm standing there, and we're watching, and they're, you know, going on, yada, yada, yada. And I watched right there on live TV during the news coverage, just watch the second plane hit the tower. And here's the, the surprising thing that I haven't heard any of you say yet, because it's one of the biggest conspiracies that I've heard. And that uh, the planes were not the commercial planes that they claimed to be, that they were actual government planes. Like military planes, 
I was going to mention that. I don't remember. I don't know why I didn't mention that, but yeah, I, I heard that too. That's that sounds like a little bold to me too. If the government or the military was going to do this, they would obviously have the capacity to make it look like whatever they want you to think it was. My biggest thing to that theory right there is, okay, well, let's just say we're running the idea that the government was completely behind this, that they were military planes, not commercial planes. So my question to those people are, where the fuck are all the people that were on board them flights? If they weren't them planes, where are all those people? Are you suggesting that they landed those at a secure airfield and just shooted hundreds of people, just point blank, just lined them up and just went down the line and just shot them all in the fucking back of the head? Why not? They just killed 2,000 people in a building. I don't it, think, you know, killing someone is a problem for them, if that's the theory. Right. And how do you explain all the phone calls <laughs> on the flights? Right. That's that's my biggest Yeah, that thing. makes no sense either. Because the simple thing is, like, those people that made the, they had the audio of them calls, the people weren't like, you know, oh, we're flying around New York fucking city, and then all of a sudden, you know, you see a plane just, like, divert and, like, land at LaGuardia, and then all of a sudden there's another plane in the air and it hits the Trade Center, every, uh, one of the Trade Centers. Everyone outside would have seen that take place. Like, oh, there's another plane. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Hang on. Wait, it landed. Oh, there's another plane. Oh, shit. You know, like, no. You know what I mean? Like, you would have, people would have seen all that take place. So they would have had to have taken off from, like, Boston and, and where else they t it took off from, landed at some secure area, taken another plane off, executed all them people, and got rid of the plane that they landed because they would have to destroy it. They would have to wipe its existence off the face of the earth, but put the tracker on the dummy plane and then take the dummy plane off, it would have registered that the fucking plane landed. Unless the FAA was in on it. And if the FAA was in on it, you would have to pay so many fucking people off. Like, if someone approaches you, and you're working at the FAA, and they say, okay, here's what we're going to do today. We're going to crash some planes and buildings, alright? You're going to be like, uh, no. <laughs> Unless they're going to come in and say, alright, everybody out of this fucking room, and then put in their own people. But... Those who work at the FAA are going to say, well, you know, some people in some black fucking suits walked in and said, everybody the fuck out of this room. They're going to say that. You can't keep every single fucking person quiet when you're involving civilians. Let's move away from New York. The Pentagon. It was a cruise missile. Okay, that's one. Of, that's the biggest number one theory. Here's my, my question, and it kind of goes with that. Let's run on the theory that they were actual terrorists at these planes and crashed it into the Pentagon. Okay, let's run off of that. Let's say it wasn't a Christmas, so it was an actual plan. My question to that is, why the fuck would you pick the Pentagon? I've it's, been... actually, it's, a, it's a very strategic building. But it makes no sense. It, it, it's a strategic building, but you're, you're flying a fucking jumbo jet. Why would you crash into such, that building? Of all buildings, you could... I mean, it may it have could... been a diversion so that they could get the plane say... to the White House. Or just a statement in general. Let's step into the mind of the terrorist. Why attack the Pentagon when you're position could be the White House or the Capitol building, for Christ's sake. Yeah. You get you get what I'm saying? Like, the Pentagon, you're not going to completely demolish like, like the, the trade centers. That's not going to happen. You're going to take out a little segment of it, and everybody's going to be like, okay, and then they're just going to rebuild it. If you flew a plane into the fucking Capitol building, you're destroying like 90% of that building. Mm -hmm. If you flew it into the White House, you're destroying, well, 
about 50 percent yeah about 50 percent of that building because there's so much more to the white house that's like underground and shit that they wouldn't even be affected by it mm-hmm. but what's on the ground the main part that everyone focuses on is the white house completely fucking gone if you crash a plane into that motherfucker but if you flip it around and say guess what government was behind it it makes perfect sense mm. you get what i'm saying because if they attack the capitol building that building's been there for fucking ever mm-hmm. and it's like a statement a, a, a symbol of the united states why destroy that building because you could never rebuild it the same why mm-hmm. destroy the white house you know what i mean but you could destroy all section of the pentagon and just rebuild it no big deal going to united 93 going to shanksville now also very very fishy to me is i personally feel like there would have been more damage to the earth than just this little hole in the ground yeah there's like this hole in the ground and then like there's some trees fucked up and that's like it and if the plane hit the ground and exploded there would just be parts and pieces and fucking bodies and everything everywhere well, I mean, you I'm must not, be obliterated. Might no, depend you on the angle at which it hit the the worst show we've ever done. And that does it for this episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I have been your host. My name is Michael Mayhew, and I have been here with my co-host, Dale, Greg, and Rape. Don't forget to check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker. Donate to us on PayPal. And that does it for this episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. And later, fellas. <laughs>